Welcome to the reInvent Relevance podcast. I'm your host, Jason Mutzfeld, Director of Learning at Merfeld Career Management. Our show is about what we do to help people who want to take charge of their careers. We call it reinventing relevance, embracing change to do the work worth doing. Today's topic, lifelong learning, and more specifically, how do you stay on track with lifelong learning? Assuming that your boss is telling you what to do, uh, you have a training plan. But if you're doing it yourself, if it's true self-directed learning, things get a little more crazy. So how do you manage the crazy? Joining me today is Michelle Merritt, the uh, principal and founder at Merfeld. Michelle, lifelong learning, self-directed learning. How do you make head or tails on it? You know, I think lifelong learning is such a key part, Jason. And, you know, you're certainly the the person that leads the charge on our learning for the team here at Merrifield. But I, you know, we had Dottie Davis last week on the podcast and she talked so much about her, her journey through learning and development and how that um, really advanced her career. And I think it's so important that we, that we identify our opportunities. We realize what our employer is providing or what they may not be providing and start to build a plan to identify opportunity, what we want to learn, what will benefit us, and how we, where, where to find it. Exactly, so let's just walk through, let's say you're Johnny Q Public or Jane Q Public, and you're sitting in the cube and you've just been told the training budget's been slashed and mm -hmm. development is all on you. And even if your training budget hasn't been slashed, Development's still all on you. That's the dirty little secret. Right. <laughs> you know, own own yourself as an asset. You know, you are, the knowledge between your ears is what's going to take you anywhere in your career. It's not just your skills. It's not your resume. It is who you are as a person. It's your character. Mm -hmm. So where do you begin? I, I have a few thoughts on that. And Michelle, if you were to tell, when you're coaching somebody, where do you tell them to begin? So I think there are a couple of things you have to ask yourself. Number one, what, do you, what are you doing now? What do you want to be doing? Where do your strengths lie? What are those innate talents? Mm -hmm. And what needs improve? What can you grow? You know, we have that motto, fix what's right with you. So what can you build upon already? And then what do you need to grow? I'm not asking mm -hmm. you to, you know, suddenly be a math wizard if you're bad at math, but what can you do to improve on those skills that, and maybe aren't as strong. And so, so start there with that baseline. You know, for a lot of our clients, that means using the Clifton Strengths Finder assessment mm -hmm. to navigate and sort of realize and name, claim, and aim, as they say, those innate talents and start building from there. But it might also be where, you're, uh, where your boss is noting a gap on your review. Maybe that's something technical. Maybe that's something more um, more EQ than IQ and starting to identify areas to go from there. What are your thoughts, Jason? Well, my thoughts are is number one, don't limit it to work. Uh, in addition, right. when you're doing development, it's also vitally important that you also feed your soul. Uh, not to get all woo-woo on everybody, but <laughs> EQ is a thing. You know, Understanding yourself emotionally, understanding that your job isn't the be-all, end-all. The purpose of your job is to fund your life. It is not to be your life. You know, don't spend so much time making a living you forget to be alive. Uh, so yeah, step outside 
the, the, the cube and don't just think about, well, I, I'm in IT, so therefore I need to study Microsoft Windows Server or I'm in accounting, so therefore maybe I should go for my whatever, you know, whatever certification CPA. or mm -hmm. CPA. Yeah, don't just think just in your career terms. So think a little bit beyond that. It's funny as you were listing off how to, how to start, immediately my coach's brain went off. I mean, you're doing a SWOT analysis, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and, you know, and then you're, you're doing a grow model uh, to mm -hmm. understand where you want to go. And then you're setting smart goals. So make this learning has to be a habit. I like to say system. I don't, I'm not a fan of habit because you can have good habits and bad habits. Systems, however, tend to be, tend to be pretty neutral. <laughs> so make a system that's going to make learning a habit, make it a system, make it something you just do, put it into your schedule. Uh, that's to me where to begin. You're, everything you've said, exactly. But don't just, don't get stuck. That'd be the only thing I'd warn. Don't get stuck in a work only mode. Development is about your person too. So go on masterclass.com and take the comedy class from Steve Martin if that's what jazzes you up. Spend your time studying astrophysics with Neil deGrasse Tyson. Whatever, and that may have nothing to do with your job. I mean, Neil deGrasse Tyson <laughs> is a wonderful thing to listen to. He's a great guy. But if you're not an rocket scientist, how does astrophysics apply to your job? You'd be surprised because you can make that human connection you'll be enthusiastic and passionate about a subject, it makes you an interesting person. It makes you relevant, as we like to say in our, in our uh, around these circles. Uh, it may, you know, you have something to talk about. You, you may never know, you could, I've had conversations before with uh, aerophiles, people who are fans of planes and rockets before, and I have a mild, a mild interest in that as well. So you can have a side conversation with a client, uh, mm -hmm. with a sales prospect, with a potential employer. Uh, about a shared mutual interest. So by all means, don't just stop at the cube wall. <laughs> think outside your business. I agree. Um, and I also yeah. think it broadens your network. I think yes. when you learn something, you know, when you share a passion with another person, mm -hmm. it really broadens your network. It allows you to just open up your circle to people you might not otherwise ever know. And you just never know who they might know who might know the next person that you've been trying to reach to get a sale with or to get an interview with. So I think that, you know, broadening our network to beyond our work circles to encompass passions that we might have, and we might not even know what our passions are outside of work. So many of us are heads down between work and family and we can barely get anything else accomplished. And so it's hard sometimes to sit back and go, what do I want to do? So start exploring some things, you know, take a class, check out things on YouTube, food photography, whatever that might be, soccer, you know, whatever it could be that you even have the slightest interest in, starting to put your toe in that water to see if it's something that appeals to you can make a big difference. Exactly. You know, Facebook has done a lot recently about groups mm -hmm. saying, well, well, we have, you should, we have a group for uh, in individual dads or kazoo players. Don't get me started on the kazoo player commercial. You've heard <laughs> me go off on that before. Seriously, these kids are just sitting there in college. All of a sudden, they start playing their kazoo, and they leave their expensive laptops we, sitting we in get lecture it. We hall. Get it. We get it. Bad idea. Anyway, uh, I digress. Uh, 
<laughs> but seriously, you know, yeah, groups getting involved with other people is what that sort of learning and what learning is all about. It's about learning ultimately goes beyond instruction. Instruction is just, I'm going to give you information that that's easy to do. That is the baseline that's happens in all, in, all training, all mm -hmm. teaching is instruction, but true learning is taking that information and doing it something with it, Ma mm -hmm. making a change in your behavior, your attitude, your experience, applying that knowledge, actually making something tangible out of it. So let's move on a little bit. Um, where do you look for online training? Is this, you need to call up your local training company? Do you need to call up your local institution of higher ed, uh, Votech skills? There's so many different options, especially with e-learning now exploding mm -hmm. all over the place. Where do you begin? Well, I think that really depends on your topic. And I think it depends, I, I think it also depends on your learning style, right? Know how you learn best. You know, you've mentioned e-learning is exploding mm -hmm. right now. Some of that is because as we record this, we're still in the middle of a global mm -hmm. pandemic. And so we have to be careful with social distancing and things like that. Um, the good news is that brings a lot of training that was never available online to your fingertips. The bad news is if you're a person who is more hands-on and learns better by sitting with a group of people, it can be challenging and that in itself becomes something worth learning. So you have to be willing to get uncomfortable with or get comfortable with being uncomfortable, as we say a lot. <laughs> yes. And you know, really start to identify A, how you learn the best and B, then where you can go. Is that a local um, college to take a class in master gardening? Is that taking classes on um, voiceover work as a fun hobby? You know, whatever that might be for you, again, a local sports team, beach volleyball, all those sort of things. It could be pickleball, it could be anything. So, you know, identifying groups learning a little bit more, seeking out online training, seeking out advanced education and degrees if we're talking about technical training. Certificate programs can be very valuable as well. And speaking of certificates, I think it's worthy of checking out um, LinkedIn Learning and a couple of the Teachable and a couple other websites. Jay, you know those better than I do, but they provide certificates. LinkedIn Learning provides certificates you can put directly on your LinkedIn profile, which is a great way to get the attention of employers and recruiters. Exactly. I mean, at the very least, the bare minimum of learning you can do is pick up a book, you know, expand <laughs> your mind, <laughs> go to your local right. library, uh, go to your used bookstore, uh, go to your whatever online bookseller you go to, uh, pick up a paper book or an ebook and, and learn something. You know, there's a lot of talk right now in the world about people educating themselves about how the, the way the world works. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna get into specifics on that, but yeah, learn, learn by reading. And that's, that's probably one of the best places to start. YouTube is a great resource as well. You can get inexpensive e-learning courses at Udemy. Uh, that's another good resource. And again, sometimes communicating this stuff on LinkedIn uh, can indicate a lot of value to a potential employer, um, which I is, yeah, Can I sorry, jump in for just a second? You mentioned libraries, and I feel like we really need, to, we love our public library systems, and we really need to give a shout out to our public library systems. So many communities have strong public library systems that give, that just offer a plethora of 
programming, not only for children. I think oftentimes as adults, we think, oh, we can get books there or take our kids to a bunch of programs. But so many public libraries offer advanced programming in everything from arts and entertainment to book talks to how to write your resume to technology to 3D printing to you know how to host a radio program. I mean, there's just tremendous opportunity in your public libraries. And so I wanna make sure that we really drive that home. Exactly, and that, and that includes another opportunity before, that we could definitely can't uh, fail to mention is volunteering. Go out there and meet somebody new, learn something new by going and doing something. Uh, you know, you learn, you learn by doing sometimes and go to your local food pantry, go to your local library, volunteer there. You'll learn a new skill and you'll make new connections. Uh, now, how do you stay on track? That is probably the third most important item here because as you start to learn something, for example, let's just say you want to learn uh, German. You want to learn the German language. Mm -hmm. You can pick up an app. Uh, you can you can go online. There, there's tons of different resources. Go to your public to, library. Go to the public <laughs> library. <laughs> yeah, you can. Yeah, there's a lot of different avenues to learn. But how do you stay focused? How do you how do you learn? How do you? I mean, how do you stay focused on your learning? How do you stay on track? Right. So I think it's about making time for it. It's about scheduling it in, just like you do any other part of your own development. Whether you're talking about learning, you know, finding a CrossFit box and going to, you know, start with a group for CrossFit, whether you're talking about um, joining a book club, you know, it, mm -hmm. no matter what it might be, um, scheduling in time, just as you would if you were, were participating in training that your employer was paying for, you would suddenly be more apt to make sure that got done and see that through because it was an expectation from your supervisor. But set the same priority for your own training and development. Set a plan, have realistic conversations with people at home who might be relying on you as to what time you can allot for this and actually schedule it in your day. Um, and set goals just like you would any other part of your professional life. Set goals, reevaluate those goals as needed, and just check in with someone. Find an accountability partner to be able to say, yes, I did this. Here's what I'm learning, something like that. Exactly. And most importantly, out of all three of these things we've discussed today about learning, the important thing to do is start. Don't put it off. Don't say, oh, when the kids are out of school or blah, blah, blah. Don't make excuses. An excuse is, is a reason and a lie wrapped together. Just, just do it, as somebody once said. A famous philosopher, <laughs> Nike, I believe it was, said, just do it. So invest in yourself today. It's an investment that pays off in ways you can only imagine. So I want to thank you all for joining us today. Uh, if you want to learn more about how you can take charge of your career, please visit our website or reach out to us on LinkedIn or via email. Uh, we're more than happy to meet new people because that's how we learn. <laughs> we hope you have a great week. We hope you learned something today. Stay safe and we will talk to you soon.